We're starting a brand new series today. It's entitled Building Faith. So for the entirety of the month of June, we will be talking about how to move heaven through and by faith. And typically, uh, every year, I don't preach a sermon series without talking about faith because faith is the foundation of everything that we do as Christians. As we just read there a second ago, that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So how many of you would believe that we got to understand this thing called faith? And so we're going to be talking about that for the duration of the month. And today I'm going to kind of kick this series off talking about the essentials of faith. In other words, these will be practical keys, things that we must understand, know, and do if we're going to have heaven move on our behalf. How many of you believe that God really does want to move on your behalf? Does anybody really believe that? And so faith then is important. There are some essential things that we got to understand about faith because if we don't understand this thing about faith, and here's what God has shown me. If we don't understand faith, then the heavens will be like brass to us if we don't understand faith. And so understanding faith, then you got to understand it is an essential because there are so many things that are happening around us in the way that God does, the way that anything gets done from heaven down to earth through the power of God, it is through faith. In other words, if we want God's power to come and move in our situation, in your circumstance, then you got to have faith. It's all about faith. And so we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be, in subsequent weeks, we're going to be looking at a few giants of the faith, and we're going to study their lives and see how they overcame uh, through faith. So no doubt, we'll be spending a little bit of time in Hebrews chapter 11, probably a lot of time in Hebrews chapter 11, because it reflects and talks an awful lot uh, about faith. And so we've had a lot of challenges, and I think um, everyone in here has some challenge in their life, and if I were to come and talk to each and every one of you, you can say, Pastor, I've had some things going on, and I'm believing God for a change. I'm believing God for something. And some of us, uh, no doubt, have found ourselves you know, probably in somewhat of a, a between a rock and a hard place, maybe in a difficult situation, maybe uh, you know, a relational struggle or maybe a financial struggle, uh, maybe some kind of a, a illness or something that you've been battling, whatever the case might be. But here's what I want you to understand. There's only one way and one thing that's going to get you through it as a believer is your trust and your faith in God to bring you out. And so I said this before, and, and, and it's worth saying again, uh, it's not about, and we're trying to get God to move on our behalf. It's not about feeling sorry for ourselves. It's not about crying a whole lot of tears. I've said that before. Uh, you know, God will bless you and God will hold you. But at the end of the day, Faith and believe in God, that's your responsibility. How do you know God can't make you believe? He's not going to make you believe. That's on you. You know you can't even get saved unless you believe. There's some people sitting back waiting and, and, and sitting back waiting, and God is waiting on us. So the belief thing is our responsibility. So God will move, and God is always, and this is why I'm going to show you here in a moment, God desperately, he wants to move. He wants to do great things. And sometimes I find that we're waiting on God when, in essence, God is really waiting on us. Because it's about us, our faith, and believing God's word, and then taking him at his word. So let's look at a couple of things, and we're going to jump right into this this morning. And so I want you to understand this point as I get ready to jump into this particular message today. 
The point of this series is simply this, two words. Keep believing. I'm going to say that again. Keep believing. I want you to say it with me. Keep believing. Come on, say it with me. Keep believing. Oh, you ready? Keep believing. One more time. Keep believing. Because there are going to be things and pressures in your life that's always going to try to lure you away from trusting and believing God. And how many know that life sometimes can be pretty uh, difficult? <laughs> life can, I'm, I'm telling you, things and situations in your life can challenge you, can cause you to wonder sometimes, God, where are you? And at that moment, that is when you got to believe more than at any time when you feel like, Lord, I don't know if I can continue to do this. How many have ever been in that situation? Got to keep believing. So let's define faith. And I think we need to do this as we jump right into this message. The Greek word for faith is pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. It means to believe. Listen to this, church. I love this. To believe to the extent of complete trust and reliance. To have confidence in. To trust. Watch this. Fully persuaded. Say fully persuaded. How many of you are fully persuaded that God is able to do it? How many of you are fully persuaded? I mean, this is, this is wonderful. And to be confidently assured. A trust that results in obedience to God. Listen to this, church. It's a state of certainty and complete dependability. That's faith. Being fully persuaded, full confidence, full trust, which results in total obedience to God. And when you are totally dependent on him and nothing else. That's faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. I told you we'll be in Hebrews chapter 11 for a while. It says now, and faith is the substance of things hoped for. Listen to that. Faith is the substance, the, the thing, whatever you believe in God for, faith then is the reality. It is, church, watch this, it's the evidence of things not seen. How do I know I got it? Faith says I have it. When? Now. Even though you may not have the full manifestation of it, what faith says, I believe I have it now. And as a consequence of believing that I have it now, how do you know my actions change? Follow me? Because if you believe that God has already done it, how many of you know you walk with your head just a little bit higher? Right? And you walk. See, that's what faith does. See, faith called those things that are not as though they what? Are. And were. And so what's happened is folks who don't understand faith are trying to figure out why are you rejoicing? Why are you? What's going on with you? Because by faith, you already believe that what you prayed for and asked God for, that God has already shifted and moved it to on your behalf. So faith, watch this. So faith, he says, by, for, for by it, the elders obtain a good testimony. So here's what he's trying to say to you. He's trying to tell us how Christians of old, how, how they did it. And that's what Hebrews chapter 11, you ever take some, I'm sure all of us have, but, but, but you need to go back and look at it, particularly this month, because we'll be studying it this month. But if you look at it, the, the, Hebrews chapter 11, the Bible just described how all these great men and women of faith did all these great things. And they did all these great things through faith, nothing else. And watch this, church. As it was for them, it will be for what? Us. It doesn't change. As they had to believe God in their generation, how many know we got to believe God in our generation? 
So, so then this thing, faith is who we are, it's what we do, and we got to live in this thing. So faith is the housing of which all my stuff is in. Faith houses. It's the evidence of things not seen. Now, watch this, church. Here's what I want you to understand, because I alluded to this earlier, and I'm going to say it again. God really wants to move on your behalf. He really does. Watch this. Let me drop something else on you. God is willing and, and ready and want to move on your behalf more than you want him to. I'm going to show you that here in a moment. Jesus, for an example, in uh, uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse 55 through 58. Now listen to this. Jesus said this. Is this not the carpenter's son? Now watch, watch. Now watch this. This is the... The folks who were criticizing Jesus because Jesus came into his own hometown and Jesus walked into his own hometown and he wanted to do some mighty works. Let me say it again. Jesus showed up wanting to do a mighty work. Jesus showed up wanting. Are y'all getting this? He showed up wanting to move. How do you believe God showed up today wanting to move? How do you know God wants to move right here and right now? He wants to watch. It, they, now here's what they said. Instead of saying, we thank the Lord Jesus. This is great. He's here to move. Wow, wow, this is awesome. They said, wait a minute, here's what they say. Watch this. This is Matthew chapter 13, verse 55 and 58. If this not the carpenter's son, in other words, did he not kind of grow up with us? Who does, who does he think he is? It's not his mother called Mary. Don't we know her? Then I go to grade school with her. <laughs> is his brother James, Joseph, Simon, Judas? I mean, and his sisters, are they not all with us? I mean, really? Who is this guy? Where did this man get all these things so that, watch this, so they were offended. Wait a minute. Jesus wants to come and he wants to move and the people are offended at him because of how he's walking with God. Instead of, instead of stepping back and saying, wait a minute, there's something different and unique about him. Never have we seen a man do that. They were hung up. How many know there are a lot of people right now today, Jesus is not moving because they're hung up on some things. Now watch. Now watch. Are you still with me? Say amen. So you can stay hung up. But to see what you stay hung up, he ain't going to move until you get unhung. Watch. I don't even know that's proper English, but y'all understood, you understood it, didn't you? So when did, watch this. When did this man get all these things? They were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, here it is. A prophet is without honor except in his own country. And his own house. Now he did not, watch this, verse 58. Now get this. Are you still listening? Say amen. amen. Now he did not do mighty works there. Watch this. Because of whose unbelief? Wow. He wanted to do it. But the, you would have thought that maybe Jesus can't just, even though Lord, Lord, have mercy on the people. Because, you know, God, you know, they just don't believe. They don't know, Lord. Just, you know, just, Jesus says, watch this. He didn't bail them out. He didn't do it. He couldn't do it. He didn't do it. In other words, there was nothing going to bail them out, but them coming to a place where they said, Lord, I believe you. You follow me? He says, the Bible says he did not do many. My, in other words, he did a few things because there were probably a few people there that believed. But what it tells me is that he wanted to do greater things. Everybody say greater. He wanted, to do, he wanted to do greater things. But because of their unbelief, Jesus said, I can't work. 
I mean, come on, can you just bear I have? Nope, can't do it. The Bible says in Mark 9, 23, Jesus said to them, and I said this earlier when I was praying, if you can believe. See how he throws that back on you? If you can believe, all things are possible. If you can't believe. Look at your neighbor and say, if you can't believe. All things are possible. Now watch this. Well, you know, Pastor, uh, I don't believe in that today. God ain't, I mean, I'm a dispensationalist, you know. Uh, God used to do certain miracles back in those days. He ain't doing today. You ever hear people say that? Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you can believe, see, it's up to you. If you if you can believe, watch this. What's possible? Good God Almighty. Oh, oh, boy, this is, one of the, this is one of the beautiful things about being a believer. This is one of the things that just gets me really, really excited. Because here's what he said. He said, if you can believe. In other words, if you can get yourself to a point where you can say, I believe that God can do this. If you can get yourself, if you can somehow get it in your brain and say, I'm going to believe God. Watch this. He says, all things are possible. Amen. Everybody say all things. All he says all, all things are possible. That means that when it comes to God, listen to this, Gene, nothing is off the table. <laughs> you get that? I mean, he says all things are possible. In other words, the sky's the limit. Who knows what God might do next? See, that's why I keep walking the way I walk. That's why I keep talking the way I keep talking. You understand what I'm saying? Because I believe that all things are possible. How many of you live with the perpetual understanding that at any moment, God can turn your situation around? Because he puts, he puts it back. He says, now, if you can believe this, how many of you believe it? How many, come on. Many, if you can, not if brother or sister can. No, if you can, all things are possible. If we can believe it. How do you know? If we can believe it, a big church is possible. Look at this. Some of you say, well, if you, see, that's the problem. If you can believe it, <laughs> see, owning our own building is possible. Amen. If you can believe it. Right. How do you know that God can, God can drop a million dollars on us in one Sunday? Y'all hear what I'm saying? You don't know what God, here's what I'm trying to say. With God in the mix, you don't know what he might do. Oh, God, the Bible said that the eyes of the Lord goes to and fro throughout the entirety of the earth looking for somebody who would dare to believe him. He wants, I mean, y'all get it what I'm saying? He wants to move. A lot of times we are in our own way. And we're the reason why God is not doing what he wants to do because we say things that we don't even believe our... Oh, stop, Pastor. I'm starting to pick. I don't want to pick. I said, I'm going to be good this morning. I want you to stay in the word. I don't want nobody to think I'm taking... I don't want nobody to take anything personal. I want you to hear from the Spirit of God. But how many know that... I got to say this. The Lord doesn't want to let me get... But there's a lot of people that say things that they don't even believe it. They just say it because it's, it's tradition. It's what I'm supposed to say. And when I'm in a Christian environment, it sounds nice. But how many know that... God knows your heart. Oh, good God. Jesus encouraged the people to believe in Mark chapter number 11, verse 22 and 24. Look at this. 
And Jesus answered, and he said to them, watch this. This is Jesus encouraging the people. He says, watch, have faith in God. Believe God. He's have faith. For surely, you know, and when Jesus says something, how many of you can take it to the bank? He says, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, does anybody have mountains in their life? He said, anybody say, he said, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, watch this, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says, the things that he says, those things that he says, shall, watch this, will be done. And, and will have what, watch this, and will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, watch this. This is what Jesus is trying to tell you. I'll get this. Amen. Come on. Stay with me. Amen. Whatever things you ask. All right. How many of you going to ask God for something? Come on. How many of you going to ask God? Watch. Watch. He said, now, whatever thing you ask when you pray, the expectation is you're praying, right? Right? Watch this. So whatever things you ask when you pray, when you pray, when you are praying. Believe. Everybody say believe. believe. There it is right there. Believe that you receive them. What? And you will what? Have them. So watch this. So, so then it's not about, you know, sometimes we, we get in this, this idea of thinking sometimes and we try to make God sort of formulatic. Uh, in other words, you know, we, we think it's all about formulas. You know, but how do you know it's about relationship? Not about a formula. It's about relationship. And, and, and what he's really saying is that, that, that when, you ask, when you open your mouth and you talk to God, at least if you're going to be bold enough to say it, then watch this. Believe what you say when you're praying it. Believe it. Watch this. And he, he, see, see, how many know that we need, we, need to, we need to believe what we say and we need to say what we believe? Y'all understand what I'm saying? So anyway, our words and our hearts got to match up. See, whatever it is, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, what? Speak it. So when we come to a point where we believe something, we need to start saying what we believe. And there's something about when we start saying what we believe, it provokes, invokes the power of Almighty God. That's just the way God works. So faith is how heaven operates. So y'all hear what I'm saying? It don't operate by, listen, uh, government can't pull strings. Human wisdom, you can't make God move. Faith in God and what he says in his holy word, according to his word, is what will move heaven every single time. So I need to understand that. I need to digest that. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, verse 17, I'm just giving you a couple of verses to show you how that God wants to move. It says, and these signs will follow those, watch this, who what? Y'all saying it with me? Mark chapter 16, verse 17. See, they even got it up on the screen so nobody can be lost. And these signs will follow those who what? I don't believe in signs and wonders today. Okay. Then you won't have signs and wonders. Ah, pastor, I don't believe in that, that, that praying in the spirit and speaking in tongues. I don't believe God. Then great. Then you won't receive any benefit from it. Don't do it. Well, Pastor John, I don't believe in tithing. I don't think tithing for good. Then you won't receive the blessing of the tithing. Y'all follow me? Amen. These signs will follow them who what? 
What's that? So if you don't believe, what's the, what's the, what's the opposite? If you don't believe, these signs won't what? They won't follow you. But how many of you want to believe God for some miracles? See, I want to believe. See, I want to live my life believing that all things, if all things are possible, come on, honey, if all things are possible, that means miracles are possible too. Supernatural things, crazy things. All things are possible. To him who what? See, a lot of signs ain't following folks because folks ain't what? (laughs) Jesus said, be, be it unto you according to your what? Your faith. What you believe. See, I can't control what Walter believe. I can't control what Diabo believe. I can't, listen, be it unto you according to your faith. So watch this. What, what do you believe? Walk in that. And with somebody now where I used to argue with people, you ever get tried to argue with people, try to get them to believe the way the Bible believes? I don't do that no more. I just don't. I said, brother, if you don't have the faith for that, I understand. Stay where you're at. You're cool. Don't, don't be trying to rain on my parade. I just choose to believe that God can heal me. I know that 99% of everybody else that get this disease die. But I just choose to believe that God, are y'all hearing me? I choose to believe that God, don't get mad at me. Come on now. Don't get offended at me. Don't get mad at me because I decide I'm going to believe God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying this morning? Oh, God. God, is is anybody being helped this morning? Anybody being helped? So watch this. So let's let's just talk about some essentials of the faith. Some essentials. And then we're going to end this thing. So here, I talked about these essentials. So we laid the foundation that God wants to move. He's ready to move. So this ain't a question of God playing hide and go seek with us. This ain't a question of God saying, uh, no, I, I, let's, let's, I, let me think. No, this is, this is a God who's saying, I want to bless you. <laughs> I want to move. But this faith thing, we, we got to believe him. He can't help us so that we got to believe. God, how many know God can give us a word? He can get you pumped up. He can get you excited. But the believing thing is on you. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Nobody want to believe that, but <laughs> it is true. <laughs> no pun intended. Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. We just read that Hebrews eleven six. It's impossible. You want to please God? You got to have faith. He says, if you don't have faith to believe that He is and He's a rewarder, how many of you believe that God is a rewarder of those that, that diligently seek Him? So you got to believe that when you spend time in prayer, talking to your God, seeking Him, that God is a rewarder. Don't be praying and talking, and, oh, well, you know, well, I don't know if God's going to do it. I'm going to go through the motions, hopefully. How many know that that ain't going to get nothing done? So the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. It says in James 1, verse 5 and 8, if anybody talking about wisdom, how many need wisdom? Come on. Lord, we need some wisdom today. So if anybody needs wisdom, let them ask of God who gives liberally. God wants to give it up. And he said, and God will give it to you. But let them ask in what? Faith. And with what? No doubting. There it is. For he who doubts it like a wave of the sea, tossed and driven by the wind. Well, here's, here's verse number seven. Here's what we don't want to hear. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Wow. Wow. So God is saying, look, 
if we don't believe him and have faith to believe that he's going to do what we're at, he said, don't expect it. I wish I didn't have to tell you that, but, but how many know that's the truth? And the truth that sets you what? Mm-hmm. And see, we want to move heaven. We're not playing church. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? We're not, we're not playing. We, we believe this stuff. Anybody believe the Bible? The Bible said the just shall live by what? Hebrews chapter 10, 38. We don't live by, you know, what's in our wallet. We don't live by what they say on the news. <laughs> Lord knows all kind of news coming at you every day. They just live by faith. Faith in what? Faith in God. Faith in what he says. Faith in his word. The just shall live by faith in his word. Well, I don't believe the Bible is the word of God. You're in the wrong church. And I'm not apologetic about that. If anybody got a problem with this book today, I don't argue with them on that either. I believe cover to cover, this is the word of God. The inspired God-breathed word that he gave to us so that we can understand how to live this life. The Bible says that just shall live by faith. In other words, church, it's not something that we slip slip in and out of. We live by faith every day. Watch this, church. Every day we're supposed to be living by faith. Not a day, first lady, goes by that we ain't what? Trusting God. You know, as long as you, how many know that when you overcome one obstacle and God give you a victory in one place, how many know there's always another challenge right around it? Y'all hear Every time you turn around, you find yourself saying what? I'm believing God. You know why? Because you always going what? The just shall live by what? Every single day. Well, I overcame that one. But then you got, but before you can start rejoicing, getting your praise on, here come another challenge. And there you go back on your knees again. The just shall live by faith. It's how we live. It's how we breathe. You see? We got we to keep believing God. And, and we got, how many know we got to stop slipping in and out of faith? Some of us, we'll walk with God for a little while. Okay, God. And then some of us make deals with God. God, I'll, I'll do this if you do this. God, if you do that, I'll, I'll do this. So in other words, you ain't, saying, you, ain't, you ain't all in. But see, when you all in, first lady, you know, I'm going all the way. God, I'm going to believe you. No matter God, I'm going all the way. How many know when Abraham went to give up his son, Abraham was going to kill Isaac? Abraham wasn't playing. Abraham said, look, brother, God said, take you up and off you. I'm going to take you up because I believe that if he tells me to kill you, he's going to raise you back up. Oh, come on. How many know that's faith? But oh, some of us may be in and out. Well, God, I'll tie for a little while, but as soon as it get hard, you ain't walking by faith. You're in and out. You ain't committed. Oh, that path, you ain't all in. How many know when you go all in, you say, Lord, I'm moving. This is what I'm doing, and I'm going to stay with it no matter what. You know, my wife, my wife can tell you some, well, we can tell you some testimonies. I mean, some things, you know, it's, it's just been crazy. I mean, people, I'll just give an example. We ain't never, baby, tell you, we ain't never been, afford, been able to afford a tithe, could we? Ain't never been able to afford it. We've been always broke in the worldly sense. But spiritually, we just seen God's supernatural power over and over and over and over and over. Every time we turn around, he just keep on doing great things for us. Come on. Am I right? Come on. Give God a praise if I got other witness in here. I just, I just, 
I don't argue about stuff like that no more. God is good. He's faithful. I don't just say that as a cliche. I say it because I believe God is good. And every time I turn around, he keeps smacking me in the face with his goodness. Wake me up every day. Bam. Good God. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. The Bible says we walk by faith, another principle. We walk by faith, not by sight. It's essential. You got to walk by faith, not by sight. See, because, see, what you see with your naked eye ain't reality. See, how many know that what's more real in the world is what's in the realm of the spirit? But, see, you as a Christian ought to know that. See, the world can't figure out. You know, you ever hear the world when the world start talking? They, well, I don't know what's going on. I can't understand this. I don't know. What's happening? What are we going to? Now, how many know that you ought to know better as a Christian? You could, because if you're in this realm of the spirit and you're praying, how many know God will give you some insight of what's going on? And so you're supposed to walk up in there and say, oh, I can tell you exactly what's going on. Baby, you're in spiritual warfare. You need to pray. You need to turn to God and get your deliverance. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying, church? So the just shall live by faith. And let me just say this. We don't say when we talk about the, but the Bible says that, um, we walk by faith, not by sight. Second Corinthians five seven. Here's what it's really. It's not saying that we're denying reality. We just believe that the power of God will change it. Y'all, y'all hear what I'm saying? Reality. I don't deny reality. Oh, brother, I'm sick. Okay. <laughs> you know, I ain't sick in Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah, brother, you sick. I'm looking right at you. But you believe that the power of God is going to change it. You ain't going to stay there. Are y'all y'all with me? How many? How many know? Jesus didn't, deny the, Jesus didn't deny the fact that Lazarus was dead, did he not? He said to the disciples, Lazarus is dead, but I'm glad for your sake that I'm here because I'm about to raise him up. He didn't deny the reality of it. He just knew he, was gonna, he wasn't going to stay there. Can anybody give Jesus a hand? Come on. You know, I ain't going to stay there. Look at the name. Say, I can't stay there. I ain't going to stay here. It's a bad spot, but I ain't going to stay here. Because we walk by faith, not by sight. I just believe that, you know what? I'm looking in the realm of the spirit. I'm seeing something different than what you're seeing. I don't understand what you're talking about, brother. I don't understand what you're talking about, sister. <laughs> but I'm just seeing it differently. I, I just, I'm walking to a different drumbeat than you're walking to. That's all. Call me, how many know? And when you walk by faith, you will look stupid most of the time. I've gotten over that too. <laughs> uh, see, when you become dead to yourself, you don't even care what, what people say or think. I mean, you just, it doesn't matter no. Listen, listen, when you start walking by faith, you can't, listen, you got to make a decision. You're going to walk with God or you're going to try to look good and please people. Which one? Who's your master? So I kind of given up on that. So Paul says we're fools for Christ. Everybody else look at me and say, y'all look stupid. Talking about going to church, believing God. That don't even make sense. Whatever. I'll be a fool for Christ. Because I know that in then the power of God lies on me. And I want his power to be made manifest in me. So faith without works is dead. So here's another. These are principles. Essential faith without works is dead. So watch. This is James chapter 2 verse 17. Verse, uh, down to verse number 23. I'm going to read a little bit of this. I'm going to read a lot because we got to get ready to close. This is James chapter seven, uh, 2 verse 17 and 23. Y'all got that one? It says, thus also faith by itself. If it does not have works, it's dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works and I will, show you by, I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God and you do well. But even the devils believe and tremble. But do you not know 
Do you, not, uh, do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is what? And was not Abraham our father justified by what? Works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar. Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by faith and by, and, and by work faith was made perfect and the scripture was fulfilled which says, watch this, the scripture was fulfilled which says, watch this, the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God. And it was counted to him for righteousness. There it is right there, church. So how do I, watch this. You ever hear people say, well, watch this. They'll check people when they say, well, watch it. Check them now, check them. I'm believing God for something. Okay. Now, according to the scripture, Abraham believed God. But how do we know if Abraham really believed God? How do we know he really, other than what he just said? How do we know? What did he do? What did he do? Talk to me. What did he do? Who did he offer up? Y'all get what I'm saying? So faith, watch this. No, because I want you to understand this thing. So this is important that you get this. So faith then is not about a feeling, because how many know your feelings are up and down? Don't feel faith today. They ain't got nothing to do with it. How many of you really felt like getting up this morning and coming in? Come on. How many of you felt like getting wet this morning? How many of you thought about, man, I need to look outside and say, I need to stay home? How many of you, it came into your brain? Come on, be honest. It, it just kind of popped in, if but for a moment. I know y'all are super spiritual and all that, right? But faith says, see, see, faith says that in spite of how I feel, I'm going to demonstrate I believe God. See, faith without works today. So you just can't say, but you can't walk around and say, well, I just say it and you believe. No, no. What are you doing to validate that you believe? What sacrifice? Are, what are you doing? Because I, if I don't, how do I really know if I'm in faith? How do I really, really know if I'm believing God? What, what are you doing? Are you walking like it? Not only are you talking like it, but are you demonstrating that you really believe what you say that you believe in God for? What are you doing? Abraham would believe God. How do we know Abraham believed God? Because of his works. He offered up his son. There was one big demonstration. But after Abraham did that, God says, boy, now I know. I know you fear me now. And God basically said, Abraham, whatever you want, brother, with that kind of faith, the sky is the limit. Because Abraham had crazy faith. Everybody say crazy faith. Crazy, crazy. A, I say, you know how Abraham, Abraham really had crazy faith. How many know when somebody wants to say, go offer up something, how many know that's crazy faith? Uh, all right. So faith without works is dead. We got to agree to close this, close this down. Uh, faith calls me to obey God in spite of what it looks like, right? In spite of what it looks like. We said that earlier, that faith, that we walk by faith and uh, we walk by faith and not by sight. So Abraham obeyed God. There's another thing he did. He went out and he didn't know where he was going. He just went. He walked out. I don't know, have no clue. I don't know where I'm going. How many of God have come to you and said, okay, uh, what do you think? Walter, Crystal, the Lord just kind of showed up and said, I want y'all to get up and leave everything. Crystal, leave our job. Walter, leave your job. I'm going to take you to a place. I ain't going to tell you where it's at, but just, I want you to get up and leave everything. What school? I ain't going to tell you that right now. Where, where are my kids going? I ain't going to tell you. What job? How you going to? I ain't going to tell you. How many of you know you might have a little difficulty with that? 
I'm just saying, you might, I know Crystal, you'd be like, mm, maybe. She's like, I need to, I need some information. <laughs> you know, I need you to give me something. I mean, but here's, a, here's one thing you, you learn about God. A lot of times, God don't give you a whole lot of information. He just say, do what I do, obey me, and do what I tell you to do, and you just got to believe that he's going to meet your need. Now, so here's my attitude. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I just know that God's going to show up, that God's going to provide. That's the attitude, and that's what we got to do. Okay, amen. So we're going to have to stop right there. We're going to stop right there this morning. Do y'all want one more? I got three more. Do you just want one more? Or you want all three? One more? Oh, all three. All three y'all want. I'm, I'm going to do one more. This is the last one. Your faith, I'm going to do one more for today. Faith must be developed. That's another. Faith must be developed. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's Romans 10, 17. Um, you know, you're developing your faith right now. Your faith is being developed. If, you're, if you have faith to believe right now, now I don't know what you believe in. I don't know if y'all believe for chicken. If your mind is on the chicken or believing on it. But if, you're, if your heart is right here and right now and you're having faith, your faith is being developed right now. You see, the Bible said, that, you know, when James said in James chapter 1, verses 2 and 4, when he says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials and temptation, knowing that the testing of your faith produced patience. Yeah, you know, know how God does that? So, so watch. So the more your faith is stretched and exercised, the more that faith grows. That's why God sometimes allows you to go to some of the things you're going through. Why do I got to go through that? I don't understand it. Because that's God stretching your faith. That's how he grows your faith. So your faith must be developed. And so we must allow ourselves to develop our faith. We allow God to put us through these trials, to put us through these tests, knowing that on the other end that we're going to be blessed. Our faith is going to be bigger so that the next time you have that challenge, <laughs> you're, going to, you're, going to be, you're going to be different because your faith now, you believe God because your faith has been strengthened, it's been developed, and, and, and you're adding muscle to your faith. How many know that God want to add muscle to that thing? going to add muscle to your faith so that man that when every time you get a trial you get something going on man you just walk right through that thing you just keep on going you just know man that I've been through this before I mean you have, have gone through some things and because of your past experience that the thing that you're going through now you just you, you got faith it's, you're not in the same because you you've been stretched you've been through this before you say yeah I've been through this before and I God showed up how many know that's the way God develops our faith? So our faith got to be developed. So I'm going to stop right there today because i got a few more, but I'm going to stop, and then we're going to pick it up next week. Amen? Amen. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed.